Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. My turn to talk. This is episode number 35. I am Justin. And I am Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. 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 What are we talking about? So today we're going to talk about the positives that have come out of plagues. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Positive plagues. Yeah. Here we go. So I think, honestly, this podcast may just be like something to help my own (laughs) mental well-being. You you went into this, like, was a couple days ago? Yeah. You went into, Shauna went into this really deep. She was like, I got to find out how many people have survived through the plagues and who made it through and how all this worked. I was like, well, honey, they somebody from our past had to survive for us to get here. A lot of people's past had survived. It was like, okay, let's do a little math. Yeah. Everyone's great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents made it through the Spanish flu. Otherwise, we would not be here to right. tell the tale. Right, bubonic plagues and lots of... So. It was very common. I mean, like, people didn't understand what was happening. Lots of people just fall over dead. They didn't know what was going on. So, we don't want to say that, oh, this is just all rosy. You know, right. a lot of people are suffering right, right. now. Right. And we should be praying for them and turn your worry into prayers and that kind of thing. You know, don't just consume it. Let it, let it consume you. Don't right. go don't go down that path. Right, right. But, but my personality <laughs> is very focused on positives. Like, I am that half glass full kind of gal. Just give up on that. And I know. And so I was like, okay, I've got you deep. Like, dig deep on this. If I keep digging, I will find some positives. You did. You were like, oh, look at all this happy stuff. So, let's talk about it. Okay, so here's my first story. And I've seen a couple little, like, memes and that kind of thing. But Sir Isaac Newton, and, um, you know, we probably all studied him in science in high school and that kind of thing. The apple fell on his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, So, when he was a college student at Trinity College... He was quarantined for two years on a farm. And the quote of that one would have of the been authors. Awesome. How awesome would that be? I know. Well, they probably had to work his tail off, so you know what I mean. It wasn't probably. like it wasn't like a, a bed and breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, do you want to live? <laughs> Garden. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah. Um, but the author that I was reading said that the quiet, serene environment that allowed a mind to journey uninterrupted to the farthest reaches of the imagination, and that eventually, because of all of his discoveries that were made or based on this time period in his life, this two-year of quarantine, this became known as the Year of Wonders. Hmm. Um, So from 1665 to 1667. So in that time, he helped develop calculus. He (laughs) analyzed color, light, and the light spectrum. He studied gravity, which was the foundation of his creation of the laws of motion. So, I mean, stuff that impacted us or has impacted us for the last 350 years was the fruit of him being quarantined and taken away from school. And I think, you know, I've 
seen a lot of college students and their posts about, you know, having to return home and being disappointed and this wasn't how they wanted the rest of the semester to go and that kind of thing. You could be on the verge <laughs> of discovering greatness, you right, know? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have seen it with our kids. We've talked about that, our shifting because we're like, it's more like self-learning kind of stuff, right? Right, right. So we so, have. We've done more like independent learning. Like, okay, this is a good time for you to really research something. And I shout out to my girlfriend, Lynn. Her son has done an amazing job almost every day. I think since school was canceled for him, he has written an animal report and done a Facebook Live <laughs> on a different animal because he just loves animals. So I love that. It's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So good. What else right. we got? That so, was a story. What's the problem? What's the solution? Okay. So the problem <laughs> is that right now all the media is focused on is the really bad parts. And I think those are the obvious ones. Like we right. can look around and we can see, yes, this is a big problem. Right. Um, but continuing to be problem focused causes stress. That is a problem. <laughs> it's a big problem. Being problem focused is a problem, yes. Um, and so I think if we can have the perspective of, okay, yes, this stinks right now, but it is positive that some positive, possible that positive things will come out of this. And in fact, when we look back over years and years where they had multiple plagues, multiple big diseases that wiped out large portions of the population, there was actually good outcomes for the people who survived it. Right. So So one thing that we see is a lot of people rose up into the position of helpers. Um, like Walt Disney, when he was 17, went and signed up to be part of the Red Cross Ambulance Corps. And actually, before he could make it overseas, he got Spanish flu himself, went home, his mom took care of him, he was back into health, and then he flew over to France. He didn't with, fly. He took a boat. Oh, well, he, he took a boat. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. <laughs> um, with, you know, tons and tons of people who really sacrificed their own health, their own, you know, we've got the war going on at that time and all That's, of these well, yeah. things. World War One, the context. There. And so yeah. he, you know, was firsthand witnessing illness and suffering and destruction and all of that kind of thing. Um, but we saw a whole group of people rise up. And I think it's very similar to the way we're seeing our healthcare workers, our delivery courier people, our workers at these major stores that are still open, like Walmart. Like, they are rising up. And I think it's pretty amazing that common people, as a society, we are saying, guys, you all are the ones that we really depend upon. Right, You right. know, because it's easy... You know, like you ask my kids, what do you want to be? And they're like, oh, I'm going to be a professional basketball player or whatever, you know, because right. that's what gets most of the media. But right now we're really looking at the common people who are helping us survive. Right. And I have, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I have a theory on that, that the people who really go through suffering uh, and go through hardship are the ones who are going to really walk in joy and contentedness and happiness. The people that I know... I'll take, for example, John, uh, John the drummer, we'll say, from church. We talked about John. Yeah, episode. we talked about that in that episode about the, the giving hugs. Um, he's one of the most joyful people that you'll know. You yeah. know, he is so joyful, but you realize all the hardships that he's gone through. Right. He's gone through a lot. And yeah. he was in the military, lots of fighting. You know, his whole story is just pretty amazing. But 
he he's learned to walk through it in joy. And I think that's something we just don't have in our society because we've not been tested, you know, and that hardship kind of, you know, uh, what's the word I'm saying? cultivates. Yeah, kind of, what's the word about just boiling it out? What's that word? Refinement. Refinement, yeah, thank you. It refines you. It refines you. So I think we have a refining process yeah. happening right now, but will we allow ourselves to be refined? Um, I think that's a question. Yeah. And if you look at the joy, you know, Walt Disney went and faced all of this and then came back and created Mickey Mouse and, you know, all of the movies and and wonderfulness that we know as his legacy now. And when you think about that, I mean, they they didn't have antibiotics then. You talk about dealing with suffering. If you're in an ambulance with a Red Cross back in those days, that meant you were just carrying around dead or sick, very sick people, you know, on stretchers. That's what you were, a stretcher bearer, basically. Yeah. That is not that is not where you'd think, oh, that's where Walt Disney was birthed. Right. As far as his joy and contentment and, and just wonder of life. Right. But that's where it came from. Yeah. So number one, helpers arise. Number two, leaders arise. Um, and a lot of times, you know, I think it's easy for us to think that leaders aren't enduring their own amount of hardship. Mm. Um, but historically, you know, looking back at Woodrow Wilson and FDR, both caught the Spanish flu while they were serving. Mm-hmm. So Woodrow Wilson was at the Versailles Peace Conference and FDR was visiting troops on the front line in World War One. Hmm. So they were still out um, working and, and doing the things and that's how they were mm-hmm. exposed. But we see these great leaders who arise in this time. Right. The third is that creativity seems to have an increase. And so maybe that's because of the, you know, more quarantined time, like what we saw with Sir Isaac Newton. Um, But there seems to be a rise in the arts. Um, You know, I read about like Catherine Ann Porter, who was a Pulitzer Prize winner, and she wrote these novels based on her experience during the Spanish flu. Um, Multiple painters who created just masterpieces during this time that kind of thing, but then also new inventions. So like looking back historically on the Black on the black Death or the Black Plague, it was the birth of the perfume industry. Um, it was creation of more practical homes was a result. Uh, there was an increase in comedy as a form of entertainment. So <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, whenever we're facing this, the human desire is that I need to have some kind of distraction or entertainment in this time. And it actually led to the end of feudalism, bringing new freedoms for the laboring class and the birth of the middle class. Right. And even as recently as the outbreak of H1N1, um, I read an article that was talking about researchers had concluded that there was actually a general improvement in the overall personal hygiene of people as a result of H1N1. Right, so right. there's a lot of positives that can be the results. It's not 100% doom and gloom during these times. No, and I think you're right. There there are major shifts that we are right in the middle of. We can't see them yet. A lot of them will be good. A lot of them will not be like they used to be. And so I think it's important to know and focus on what we can control. And I think the question is, for all of us, is what? who do you want to be at the end of this? Right. <laughs> you know, who, who are you going to be? Are you going to be try to be the same old person, trying to fit into these old systems? Because um, it's probably not going to be that way anymore. 
Right. We don't know what it's going to be, but it's something new. Right. So are you going to be the joyful person who's learned to be content? That's... I'll say that's what I, yeah, (laughs) I'd say I want to be that, but I don't want to go through the difficult times. (laughs) Are you going to rise up and be one of the helpers? Are you going to rise up and be one of the leaders? Are you going to rise up and just express your own creativity in this Mm, time, which is really a great way to deal with stress when you have some kind of creative outlet. I just had someone actually leave a comment about how grateful she was to have her jewelry business because mm. in this time she was able to use her hands and her creativity. Um, so shout out to Kristen Mesker for that. Um, and you can check her out on Facebook and her jewelry. Right. Um, but it is, and you know, I think it could be simple things that we see as a positive outcome from this. We are so accustomed to both parents working and kids being in school and after school sports and all of these activities. I don't know how many years has it been since this high of a number of people have had family supper together. Right. Every night for a week. Right. You know, I think it could be things that aren't necessarily monumental, um, but there's still positive outcomes from this time. Yeah. So we, <clears throat> I think we need to be looking for what's positive. What's right. Coming, what's coming um, on the news. A lot of times they're just trying to inform us. And a lot of times it's bad. But like you said... Um, we need to be looking for these kind of things. Are we going to help? Are we going to lead? Are we going to let, you know, a new angle, uh, have a new angle, a new perspective on life? Because all the time, regardless, plague, no plague, good day, bad day, what we look for is what we find. Mm. So I encourage you in this time, in this modern day plague and pandemic and economic crisis that we're in, look for the positive. Because if you intentionally look for it, you will find it. Right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for watching us as a part of Facebook Live. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please uh, remember that you are valuable and what you do matters. It just matters. We want you to connect with us. That could be on Facebook. That could be on Instagram. That could be on our website. You can do a quick search for us, Less Stressed Family Podcast. I hope you all have a blessed day. Thank you.